Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and delighted to be joined once more by Paul Gallagher, who's otherwise known as the Voice of Value. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, brilliant. I'm just thinking here, the um, the listeners have got the benefit of listening to that snappy theme tune. Um, <laughs> and I don't actually, we don't actually listen to it when we recording, you add it in later, so it's... Yeah, just give all our secrets away, why don't you? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, all done in post-production, as they say. Uh, it's good to have you back, it's been a couple of weeks since we've done the podcast, thanks to some holidays and a, a well-earned break, so uh, it's good to have the racing podcast back on board. We're going to try and do things a wee bit differently this week. We've always previously looked at all the races on ITV. Um, we're going to take a more focused look um, going forward at some of the races. We've got three tips coming up. Uh, just by coincidence, they are actually live on ITV as well this week. Uh, there's actually 10 races on ITV on Saturday, so uh, a bit of a bonanza for punters. Oh, it's an absolute, an absolute feast, yeah. Um, as you say, I think if we, if we try to spread ourselves too thin across 10 races, um, it'll just be, it'll be half-baked. So I've looked um, to pick out two or three in, in some of the, the bigger races mainly focusing on handicaps actually although as as we'll discover later on I've also got one in the big race of the day which is the the Sprint Cup at Haydock and you were saying before we started recording it's been a tricky old summer but the jumps racing is not too far away and that's really your forte I guess more so than the, the flat I was saying I had a good summer last year in the flat um, so I'd convinced myself that um, <laughs> I was I was I was almost as good or better in the flat than I am with the jumps, but it's been I don't know whether it's been COVID or what the situation has, but just been so many seconds and thirds um, over the course of the summer, it gets a wee bit frustrating. But um, yeah, I'm actually I'm looking forward to it. It was absolutely bouncing down my rain the other night, and I thought ah, it's fantastic weather for the jumps. <laughs> well, speaking of which, our first tip we're going to look at this week is at Haydock, where the going looks to be soft heavy in places um, and you've picked one out in the 250 with Inform Holly Doyle on board Yeah this is this is my genre here um, a real slog <coughs> at Haydock now it's not a, it's not a jumps race but um, it might as well be given the, the conditions um, and coming round the uh, coming round the bend into the straight at Haydock so it's a big long straight and soft ground um, and I, I was watching um, some of it today, and it's it's going to take some uh, some going to actually to get there. So we need something that's proven in that sort of uh, ground. And also, you've got to think. I mean, there's a horse Glen Cadam Glory, which sort of ticks a lot of boxes in terms of the trip and ground, and um, it's in form, but it's carrying top weight. So that's something really to think about um, in these sort of conditions. And um, the one I like is the other end of the, the handicap scale, and it's carrying the lowest amount of weight. Um, and that's Brandon Castle. Um, so this one is quite an interesting contender here because it's been running recently on the over jumps and the over hurdles. Um, it's won its last two races during the summer. Not fantastic um, jumps races, but decent standard at market raising, um, both of them. Um, and it's just sort of proven that the horse is in good form and it'll be ready for a return to the flat for, which, which is obviously where we are today. So proven stamina, proven on soft, um, soft ground over the course of its career. No problems with that at all. And interestingly, it gets Holly Doyle jocked up for it. 
Um, she's been riding since, since the last couple of weeks when we've been uh, we've taken a break from the podcast. She's been riding out of her skin. Um, she's had a five timer and a, a treble, I think, consecutive days. Just absolutely um, on fire and really full of confidence. So yeah. hopefully she'll just get the horse switched off, um, ride it out the back, and pick them all off in the straight when they they're tiring. And uh, yeah, I just thought you were getting what price did I quote you twelve to one earlier? Twelve, yeah. Cracking each way price, I think, for a race where loads of them will struggle with it. Um, and, and as I say, um, Brandon Castle's in a nice low weight and should um, should be able to come late with a hopefully a winning run. Actually, just looking at the odds grid, I think the twelves have gone already. Um, still a bit of a living available, um, but it's short as seventeen to two with Betway. So yeah, I'm not surprised. In case it's short and around, really. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you get the uh, get the best price you can. Um, and there's extra places available as well, so mm. it's one to look at for that because it is a, it's quite a competitive handicap. There's plenty of runners, um, so take advantage um, of the extra places. And I know I always say that, but you still get people going, oh, no, finish third and I don't know, you know, like come on, take four and five places on offer. Yeah, um, if, your if your bookie's not offering it, go elsewhere. You know, yeah. shop around. Um, don't exactly. feel like you have to. I know it's a pain in the arse taking your money in and out of different accounts, but it's worth having the different accounts open because. Um, that, that's the best way to beat them in the long run. Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm just looking just now. We're getting five places with Hills, Paddy Power, Betway, Betfair, Sky and Boyle Sports. So, you know, that's the one to take advantage of. Absolutely. OK, we're going to stay at Haydock for the next tip and it's uh, the race of the day, Betfair Sprint Cup Stakes. Uh, when you've got one picked out in this fairly young horse that won at uh, Royal Ascot, it was the last time out. Yeah, it's a cracking race. This one, um, this is you know some of the best sprinters in training. <clears throat> um, we don't have Batash, who is now getting a lot of name recognition with the casual punter. This is a six furlong sprint, and he's a five furlong specialist. He really, in fact, he probably wants four and a half furlongs. He's like <laughs> an horse. He just he's, he's so quick, and then he just tires towards the end of the five furlongs. So he's not here today, but loads of others are. Um, that are really good horses. Dream of Dreams looks like it would be a favourite. Um, Hello, Yumzains, a, a, an old friend of ours that we've tipped a couple yep. of times in the past. Um, and it, it was actually a toss up between Hello, Yumzain, and the one that I've gone for, which is Golden Horde. Um, Hello, Yumsy, just a wee bit short in the betting, um, but as, as a course and distance winner, you know, I wouldn't put anyone off. Um, he's also no problem with the soft ground, so that shouldn't be an issue. But I just preferred um, Golden Horde for this. Um, basically, in a race like this, where it's a like group one and they're all, they're all pretty classy, um, we know loads about, especially with sprinters, because they run all the time, we know loads about um, all the older ones. So Golden Horde's the one that's slightly younger, a three-year-old, potential for, for more improvement um, shouldn't have an issue with the ground, run quite well on France um, at Deauville and heavy ground which would probably be the equivalent to soft ground um, at Haydock although might, the soft ground at Haydock might even be heavier than, than heavy ground at Deauville if that makes any sense um, it, it does look pretty bottomless um, one, on, uh, one on good to soft Ascot in the Commonwealth Cup which was a really impressive performance um, albeit against fellow three-year-olds but um, that, that is pretty standout stuff if you can go to Ascot because that's the one that they're all they're all targeted at mm-hmm. um, so I think there's a bit more to come here from Golden Horde and you're getting an each way price so I thought that was a very fair um, so I think about 7-1 to one best price um, That's that to me looks like the, the best choice in the race but it, it's going to be a fantastic race I'm looking forward to it 
Yeah, about a 15 to 2 at Paddy Power, and they are they're paying four places as well, Paddy oh, Power. And so, um, that's, yeah, that's the one to go for then, definitely. The place to go. Okay, so that's Golden Horde and the Betfair Sprint Cup. Perfect. And to round things up, make up a nice little each way treble is another horse who featured on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, taking a drop back in distance this time, it's Edge to Lab. Yeah, this is a really interesting one. And um, got a place for us um, the last day at Ascot, where I think finished third, just tiring towards the finish, which is the sort of key to why I think it's um, overpriced today or, or tomorrow, I should say, at, um, at Ascot. Um, just just tied up a little bit, so it suggested to me that seven furlongs would probably be better. So that was a mile drop down now to seven furlongs should be ideal. Um, this horse is a four year old, but it's only had four runs, um, in its entire life. Um, <clears throat> that that to me just suggests you know there's there's real potential there. They're persisting with it. Um, Ian Williams is a cracking trainer when it comes to targeting races, and I would expect this one to shorten the market. Um, there's 20 to one floating about. I don't think there'll be 20 to one available when it when it goes off, um, and I can see it going really really close. To be honest, I think it's a a decent shout um, at a very big price. Um, others in the race, um, there's a horse called Wise Council that's that's got a bit of potential there. Uh, another horse, Society Line, that's in great form. But I just think, um, in terms of handicap and potential, um, one with a bit of uh, a bit of scope to improve, Edge to Lab for me just jumps out. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into that at a big price. I'm seeing Paddy Power going twenty-five to one on this as well. On the odds grid, uh, whereas elsewhere it's short as fourteen to one. Paddy Power paying five places. So I don't know if this is an anomaly in my odds grid here that I'm seeing yeah. on out the races, but uh, they seem to be going yeah, best, best price on. Coming for them tomorrow. <laughs> Get on, yeah. on tonight, and um, that's yeah, that's great value. If Get on early. Twelve, yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's three. Good each way shouts for tomorrow. Can you just give us a wee recap? I can indeed. Uh, so yes, as you say, it's a nice little each way, each way doubles and trebles perhaps on these three. Uh, the two fifty at Ascot. Sorry, the two fifty at Haydock. Good start. Two fifty <laughs> at Haydock. We've gone for Brandon Castle, uh, ten to one each way. The three twenty five at Haydock is Golden Horde, fifteen to two, also each way. And finally, the 4.15 Ascot, it's Edge to Lab, which is currently available 25 to 1. And again, it's an each-way punt. Excellent. Thanks very much for that. Um, as ever, we've got our own uh, Who Knows Wins competition set up for this weekend. It will feature all 10 races live on ITV, and it's your chance to go head-to-head with the voice of value himself. On Who Knows Wins, you play against other punters as a opposed to playing against the bookies so um, there will always be winners it's £5 to enter and if you pick the most winners then you'll take the top prize the link's available on the Gambler Tips Twitter handle or Twitter feed which is at Gambler Tips so make sure you check out the link there and get involved for a bit of fun on Saturday afternoon and that's us for the racing podcast this week if you want more tips from Paul then be sure to check out the MrFixitsTips.co.uk site where he's posting more regular tips these days and of course you can follow him on Twitter at The Voice of Value so that's us for this week thanks very much for your time Paul and uh, best of luck with your bets on Saturday yeah, it's a pleasure good luck to everyone 